you are a leader seeking personal growth, you're in the right place. I am Nina Ellison, publishing a monthly podcast on the soft skills that are needed as never before in your leadership journey. We all know that there is nothing soft about soft skills. Soft skills are a misnomer like white chocolate or butterfly or coat of arms. In fact, soft skills are some of the hardest skills you will ever seek to acquire. The soft skills for today is attitude, and we have the honor of hearing from Aju Johnson as he shares his journey after being one of the millions who was laid off as a result of the pandemic. As a review, in the USA prior to March 2020 and going back 10 years, the U.S. workforce averaged around 1.8 million workers a month being laid off. However, in March 2020, nearly 11.5 million employees were laid off, and in April, an additional 7.7 million were laid off. Now, in early 2022, Aju Johnson shares his journey of moving from frustration to forward thinking, from self-focus to other-focused. In pursuing this idea of moving forward in loving work, I've joined a series led by Marcus Buckingham and Harvard Biz Review that gives tremendous insights. After several years of research into this topic, Marcus puts it this way. Oh, and, and you can find more in his newly released book, Love Plus Work. Marcus and his research into this topic of love at work gives us a challenge. And he puts it this way. We need to unlearn that a successful career is the climbing of a ladder. Instead, we need to learn that a successful career is a scavenger hunt for the things you love to do. Let me introduce Aju as he has been on his own scavenger hunt for the things he loves to do. He writes, I am a leader who believes in significance. Success asks, how can I add value to myself? Significance asks, how can I add value to others? Aju is a proven leader and people manager focused on understanding customer and employee objectives. He partners with his clients in vision casting, education, planning, and executed towards their stated goals. Aju and his new team serve as a bridge between the business community and the technology community. Aju, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you, Nina, for having me on the show. So, Aju, as we begin today, would you share what you loved about the job that you used to have and what your experience was when you lost that job? So, it, it was a small company. We were so enthusiastic. And I loved my job because everyone shared the same vision and was dedicated to the same mission, basically. And that was truly a a creative as a family environment where everybody was for each other. And it was, it was not a job, it was a passion for me to, to have that company reach the goals which the leaders have the, set the vision for. So it was that passion which brings me and then more than a job, I would love to go to work so that I can see that my company is reaching the vision where the leaders put into that. So that was what I loved about the, the company, which, which was, I was so enthusiastic, passionate, spending 10 to 12 hours on the job. We can call it as a job or a passion. Then 
And in, in 2020, when the pandemic was hovering over us, it was devastating for us when we found out that because at that moment, everybody is working remote and then we didn't have a human connection going to the office. So one, one week before December, they said that, hey, there will be some company changes going forward. I said, we were, okay, it, it all were in the right direction we were thinking that. But in December, they said that, hey, we are being sold. My dream was being crushed under this pandemic circumstance. It's never easy when our dreams are crushed. Yes. <laughs> Particularly when we aren't anticipating the crush. Yes, exactly. So from exactly. that, during that time, you actually lost your job that December. Yes. After you, after you left that work, how long did it take before you realized that you were ready to move forward? And pursue something new. It was, this is uh, coming from my heart. <laughs> it was personally very difficult for me. I, even though I said that I'm a leader, but human peace comes into, into us all the time. And I was frustrated and I was unable to digest the whole circumstance of it. Asking some questions back, I'm a faith person, back, asking some questions back to God. Why did it happen to me? <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. It's, it's so that's what I was saying that when the leadership and the humanity are, are coming together, which happens to you, how you would want to respond to that. It took almost six months to digest it, I would say, to come to a real senses that, okay, this is the truth now. So was frustrated at that moment, but constantly I was in touch with my mentor, who was my boss. His name was his name is Bob Leo. So he was pouring me during that frustration also. But by the way, Bob was also affected by this. <laughs> so you were in the same boat together. Yes, I was in the same boat, but I knew that I lost, he didn't knew until he got the letter that he lost the job. So it was much bigger for him. But as a leader for me, as a mentor for me, when I was, whenever I was pouring out the frustration and expressing my dissatisfaction, my pain, my resentment, my uneasiness, he was quietly listening to me the whole period of time. And that's why I, 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 I have a very high value for him because he's a good listener. After bragging all those, which I'm pouring my frustration out to him, he listened to everything. Then he asked me a question. What was in your control? And I thought a lot. And I said, I said, nothing. I did my best. The second question, he asked me that, if nothing was in your control, then why are you frustrated? You have done your part.
at that time, the value of mentorship, I understood the value of mentorship when a leader is pouring to his mentee. Only two questions. It may be look very simple from outside, but that goes in depth and thinking, hey, I have not done anything wrong. I did my best. Then why are you frustrated? We sat on the call, we were, we were on the Zoom call as we are now for, for at least a minute of dead silence. And that minute was like a lifelong or a life in place. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to that one minute silence. Then, then he again mentored me a little bit more. Then he said that, are you interested in joining JMT? I said, okay. Then my next question was that, what is the price? Because I lost everything. And then I don't want to give away a chunk of money where I don't feel like it. So I said, what's the price of the course, Bob? And he had a big smile on his face. <laughs> uh, he, he said, okay, this is the dollar amount, approximate dollar amount, where you want to go? The immediate answer for me was that, Bob, you know, I have gone through this much and you are telling me to sacrifice more on top of everything what happened. Then we had 30 seconds of a pause and he said one thing to me, borrow my belief and join. And that was the borrowing his belief because he believed in me so much but at that moment, I was unable to see my belief. He said that borrow my belief and join. And as a child listens to his parent, I just signed up. And if I look back, as I borrowed Bob Leo's belief and move forward, I had gone tremendously. That's what my, <laughs> my steps I have taken into it. Yes. And, you know, I heard that you found someone who could listen to you how to mentor with the right questions, two questions, not yes. hours and hours of talking, two questions. Yes. And then you found someone who believed in you to the point and to help you choose to move forward. So now you're at a place, and, and just for our listeners, when he's talking about JMT or John Maxwell, leadership is a global training program. Thank you for sharing that. What kind of advice would you give to people that are at that place where you were, where they're frustrated and discouraged? I would, I would say, believe in yourself. And the, the quote which I use often is that the best is next. And when we feel like we've been put down, oftentimes we forget that we must believe in ourselves to move forward. Yes. And sometimes as you did, we have to borrow that belief from someone else. Let me tell you how much I believe in you and you hang on to that until you remember that you can believe in yourself. So here you were, you had gotten into a new space and you knew now, okay, you're, you're ready to move forward. You're, you've really had a paradigm shift in your attitude yes. and in your approach. So what were the biggest surprises then that you experienced as you began this new adventure? It's Yes, it's hard. Uh, I'll be very honest uh, from a listener standpoint. It's, it's, it's not an easy journey. But 
you can do it. That's the message. I have done it and you can do it. It's hard because you have to make decisions every day for improvement. And be consistent in learning and reading and then preparing for to add value to others. It takes a good amount of work, a hard work, I would say. I always remember there is a quote from Jim Rohn, which says that don't wish life was easier. Wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems. Wish for more skills. And then don't wish for less challenge. Wish for more wisdom. Because in life, it's never an easy path for us. That was the biggest surprise when, when the new adventure began. I knew it was hard, but I never thought it was so hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you talked about during that first part of the adventure, just the personal development and the commitment to keep growing. But what other things happened in your life as a part of the adventure? Where did your where did the skills that you love to do at work, the passion that you loved at work, where did that direction go? So when I, I transitioned into this new journey, I was always thinking about how can I add value to others? Or how can I, I join hands with others so that they can help somebody else? I, I, would, I want to leave two words uh, in, in, in my excited about my future. One's, one is creativity and the second is flexibility. So creativity says that there is always an answer for a solution. The flexibility means that there is always more than one answer to a, to a question. To hear someone talk about the fact that now you realize, actually, this is, this is a better place. I am where I am today because I went through that difficult time. And I, I just wonder how many new companies are going to be coming out of this time hiring new people, um, having a, a disposition for doing leadership differently based on the, the pain that they went through, creating specialized, creative products like what you're talking about, joining in a response to, to really reassess and reorient themselves that there is, there is more, more positive to come. And the leaders that come out of this, recognizing that will be the leaders that will be making the differences in, in these days to come. Yes. And now you, um, you're ready to run and you're putting a team around you that you have carefully thought through and yes. have carefully built. Aju, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Nina, for having me. Thanks for joining me today as we learned of a paradigm shift from a leader moving from frustration to forward thinking. The inspiration of Aju's story stays with me as he painted a picture of leaders who have gone through difficult times over these past two years. These are the leaders that are re-entering the workforce with changed perspectives because of their own pain. Stronger leaders, better leaders, compassionate leaders. Are you one of those? If you are still struggling with crushed dreams, as Aju mentioned, may his story encourage you to reach out to those who will share their belief in you until you are ready to believe once again in yourself. Like Aju, what you have gone through will make a difference, not only in your leadership, 
but in the lives of those you influence. This is Nini Ellison thanking you for joining me today on The Art of Leadership.